Assalamu alaikum. My name is Ismail here, the modern hijabi. Thanks for joining me again today on my podcast. I'm hoping that your journey to hijab is going very well, or that you're really learning a lot and um, benefiting from these podcasts. So I really, really, really hope that this is good for you and um, that that you feel like this journey will be easier for you, more seamless and more enjoyable in the end. So we are on uh, step number six today. And we're almost done our journey and I hope that you're feeling like you're coming to a point where it is going to be easier for you or you're getting to the end of that journey with me here. And so today is about realizing obstacles. Um, it's sometimes a step or a situation that that puts people off from wearing hijab. And as much as I always try and show that hijab is amazing, and as you heard in my previous podcast, number five about your personal style, and I was saying about how hijab doesn't get in the way of anything, but that's when I'm talking just about the clothing aspect of it. But there are obstacles that will come from wearing hijab, and I don't want you to not know them. When you start something or you make a life change, you need to be aware of the good and the bad and the ugly of what you're going to be doing. And the good, I mean, I can go on and on and on about the good of wearing hijab and how incredible it is. And there isn't really anything bad, <laughs> but there is the complications. There is the little bit of obstacles. There are some issues that you may face in your life, and I want you to be prepared for those and be ready to deal with them. And I want to give you some tools to deal with them. So uh, one obstacle which many people ask about, I have never faced it, but it is possible, is um, employment. So there are places that are not so excited about having a mahajaba working for them. It really depends on the type of work. I've never really come across anything like that in my life. Um, also, I don't know many people who have, and really... I mean, they're not going to tell you that because you wore a hijab that you are not going to get a position, okay? That's, I mean, obviously not something they're going to do. But it is possible that it could have been a factor. Now, I don't want you every time you don't get a job to think, oh, it's because I'm wearing hijab, I better take it off. No, right? Because these things are, are riz and it's all nasib and it's a na'mah from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to employment and all those things. So don't take it off in fear of that you're not going to get a job because you will. Um, just, you know, you need to have faith and stay steadfast in your deed. Um, now, the other thing is just the general image that people have about Islam and Mahajabit and that I think it's really important to equip yourself with information and knowledge and the confidence in order to face those people. People will undoubtedly stare at you sometimes. Somebody will come and ask you a question. Somebody might be rude to you. Somebody might say some sort of ignorant comment to you. And I don't want you to take that to heart. It is not about you. It's not something you take personally. It is their issue with themselves, with people who are different, with our dean. It is their issue that they have taken in information from the media and such, and they have made that a reality. Okay, we know who we are. We know that the media does not reflect us, and we don't need to live up to those. We don't need to defend ourselves in that sense, okay? I want you just to be 
calm when you're speaking to these people, be respectful back and basically show them who we really are. Okay. Show them what our values are in a respectful and calm way. And ignorance is just a lack of knowledge and people fear what they don't know. So really like fear stems from ignorance and that's partially their fault for not knowing, but maybe it's not. Maybe they haven't been exposed to, to Muslims. Maybe they have been told so many negative things. And at some point those things stay in our minds and come out in our subconscious when we're trying to deal with people. So it's okay if people talk to you in a less than respectful way, as long as it's not, you know, over the top and they're just not threatening your life or those kinds of things. Okay. If it's just comments and questions and stares, it's okay. Just deal with it in a calm and unrespectful manner. Um, now when you are doing activities such as swimming, such as different sports, those are the things you're going to just need to alter your hijab or cater it to that event. So when I go swimming, I wear my Islamic modest swimsuit. Okay. You can find those all over the place. They're fantastic. I love mine. Um, and you're going to cater your hijab to that. Okay, you're going to go to the beach, you're going to cater to the beach. You're going to go skiing, you're going to cater to skiing. You're going to have to work to make your hijab work for you and for your life. That way you are going to limit the number of obstacles. But if you want to wear your hijab a certain way all the time, you want to wear abayas all the time, all the time, well, that's going to hold you back a little bit. You need to have a little flexibility in the way you wear your hijab. Yes, you want to be modest and yes, you want to have perfect hijab or, you know, work towards perfect hijab. And that is fantastic. But if you want to be able to engage in stuff, you need to be able to make your hijab work for you in a modest sense still. Okay, you're never going to give up the sense of modesty. You're never going to give up the sense of hijab. Okay, it's always going to be there, but you are going to change it a little bit to make it work for the situation that you are in, for the type of employment you are in. Okay? Um, basically, I think that's mostly the main obstacles that I feel like there are. Um, it Dealing with people as well as catering your hijab to life and what that looks like and how that works for you. Okay. I want you to be flexible. I want you to be open and I want you to be ready. Okay. Your greatest tool in dealing with this is knowledge. Okay. Knowledge, knowledge, knowledge. You must understand hijab. You must understand Islam. You must understand the role of women in Islam because People will ask you, and I don't want you to freeze up. I don't want you to not have the answer. So please do some reading. Listen to lectures. There are fantastic um, people to listen to on YouTube. I mean, I can tell you my playlist on YouTube includes people like Ustaz Norman Ali, um, Ustaz Usama Kanan, um, Yusuf Estes, um, so many of these incredible incredible men are speaking about wonderful things. There are a lot of strong and powerful Muslim women out there also speaking about these types of things. Go on TED Talks. You're going to find them. Um, and 
I want you to just listen and take in what they're saying and put those lines, those comments, the things that they're saying into your toolbox and carry that around with you when you are dealing with this stuff. The second tool is going to be an open heart and an open mind. Okay. Be open to people. Um, when they ask questions, when they look at you, when they stare, if they stare, just smile back. That's all I do. Okay. I let them know that I'm a friendly face. If they have a question, they can come and ask me and that's okay. I had a man the other day when I was swimming with my daughter, he just came up to me out of the blue and says, I'm just curious, is that what you would call a burkini? And I said, yes. And he said, yeah, it does look like, um, a scuba suit or a diving suit. And I said, yes. And I smiled and he went on his way. That was it. That was the end of that conversation. Had I gotten defensive, it probably would have ended quite ugly. But no, I just smiled at him when he was coming towards me. I had a feeling he had a question. He asked his question. I responded respectfully. And that was the end of it. He got his piece of information. He knew I was friendly. I felt good about it. That's it. Okay. And the other thing is I want, you need to have some flexibility. That is your third tool to deal with obstacles is flexibility and an ability to adapt. Okay. You want, I want you to be a chameleon. I want you to, whatever situation you're in, your hijab is going to work for you. Your dean is going to work for you. Okay. Especially for us living in the West, we need to be able to bend and twist and stuff, not to give up our beliefs, but to adapt to the situations that we are put into. I'm not saying that you should go and start celebrating Christmas. I'm not saying you should go and um, eat things that we shouldn't be eating. I'm not saying you should be going out with your coworkers, you know, to uh, a pub or a lounge or something. I'm not saying that's what we're going to do. What I'm saying is that we are going to adapt our hijab and our dean in order to accommodate us and the situation we are in so that we can be happy and be content and not feel like we are trapped. Our dean is for any time, any people, any situation. And that's just something you also have to work with. So, um, yeah, I really hope that you do not face obstacles. Um, sometimes it is inevitable. And I really think that with knowledge, an open heart, an open mind, and some flexibility, you can definitely, definitely enjoy your journey in hijab. Thanks for joining me again. Come back for my last step next week. All right. I'll see you back here again. Take care. Assalamu alaikum.